And so if someone tells me, hey, listen, I really want to tell my story, but I don't want to be in it. Okay, really, let's figure out the best way to do that. And I promise you, through filmmaking and fancy editing, there's a really clever way of doing that. And together through questions and figuring out what's comfortable to you, which parts of the stories you want to showcase, yeah, bring it. Welcome to the Business Ownership Podcast, brought to you by Awareness Strategies, helping you navigate the waters between entrepreneurship and ownership. Hey there, peeps. This is Michelle Nedelec, and I'm super glad that you're here with us today because I'm here with my most amazing new friend, Joseph. Joseph, thank you so much for being here with us today. Absolute pleasure. It's so nice to finally meet you. Nice. I am super excited to find out more about what you do. So give everybody kind of the highlight of who you are and what you do for business. I would love to. My name is Joseph Sim, and I'm an award-winning filmmaker who's essentially been obsessive about the world of filmmaking and storytelling as long as I can remember. And so now I am, I travel the world making documentaries. So I'm still a little bit, I'm still in awe of it. It's been going on for quite some time, uh, but I'm incredibly grateful. And that's, yeah, filmmaking, storytelling, and, and as of the last few years, documentary producing, that's really been my, that's been my day to day for the last couple of years. And so I am, I mentioned this prior, but I'm going to be fighting every urge and then set them tendency not to ask you a million questions yourself <laughs> that's what I'm so used to it is very odd being on this side of the mic and the camera am I allowed one question am I of allowed course it's, it's conversation dude you can are ask you, as many questions are you you on your 200th episode are you not yes we are Congratulations. What in the, how in the world does that feel Right. Um, we haven't announced it yet. So as soon as as soon as my podcast team announces it, then I go, What? We did that? <laughs> oh god, sorry. You, sorry. So you wanted to ask You have taken my podcast. <laughs> my <laughs> did we really? We were two hundred as well. I, I was looking at because I've I've been uh huh. frequently listening to your podcast since we organized this and it's oh, it's hilarious. tremendous listen. And I was nice. like, this is you're quite, you're I think you just passed 190 episodes so I'm nice. thrilled you're hitting 200 that's, that's such so much well you know on that note I'm going to make a note to the my podcast manager and we're going to make this our 200th episode how's that I could no I could I could yes I yes could. I have to now pristine oh that Michelle I could <laughs> and I can't get that just based on an accidental whim I was I, the reason I bring it up was not to selfishly finagle my way to the 200th spot. It was to it congratulate you and ask you how that's how that must feel as an accomplishment. That's wonderful. That's awesome. Well, yes, and it has been um, super fun because I was thinking about starting a podcast for three years before I started it. And the joke is I let the tech stop me, which is hilarious because I run a tech company and I could have asked anybody, hey, go research. What do we have to do with the podcast? And, you know, where do we put the RSS feeds? Like, I know what that means. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, I know what that means. And I let it stop me for three years, which is hilarious. And they're like, hey, dude, yeah. I could see if you didn't know what that meant. Sure. <laughs> know what that means. Like that is, the, that is typically the most common hurdle with people starting a podcast. They don't know what an RSS feed is. Right. Uh, and they don't understand the whole... <laughs> other way. <laughs> yeah, I'm a bonehead. Well, congratulations you know. to you. That's a, that's a tremendous accomplishment. Thank you. And I do it because it's so much damn fun and I get to people like you. So well, it's I'm been sure. epic and awesome. And what a great way to, you know, put the icing on the cake for 200. So yay. Cheers. <laughs> Again, on, on it. Yeah. Cheers to you. I'm, I'm on it. Had no idea. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to bring so, up people's accomplishments for <laughs> <laughs> 
So speaking of epic and awesomeness, how many videos or projects have you done? Oh, goodness. Or do you even know? No, I the, the I, I don't know. But at one point, <laughs> I just tried to, I have this, in a way to keep some form of a journal or to document this journey, mostly purely out of gratitude and bewilderment. I, I am so grateful for the the stories, the experiences and the people that I've gotten to meet. And I had this incredibly, overly ambitious goal of what if I made a video that featured every shoot I've ever done and it, and each shot lasted about two seconds. And I, before, b- b- Even I if it was half a second each, you'd been gone on for like an hour. <laughs> And it's, again, it is a wonderful problem to have, but I realized that there's, I have no idea. I, I, I can just imagine that. this video layered on top of each other and people watching it are getting epilepsy. <laughs> <laughs> Torturous for anyone who you know, wasn't there, I suppose. Uh, I, I genuinely don't know. I know from one specific company, I, I think I just celebrated making 400 videos just for that company. So over the last five years, it's been... It's been awesome. Uh, and again, what a tremendous, tremendously privileged and wonderful position to have. Well, and I can't imagine what it's like being you because I went to Europe and our trip in London alone, I think we were only in London for maybe three days a week. Oh, wonderful. Um, but when we got back, I put it on a just PowerPoint kind of thing where it's flipping from picture to picture on the wall while we're having dinner and, and friends are over. So we're having a party and the pictures Lovely. are just going, right? And somebody looks at me and goes like, I haven't seen any repeats yet. Like, did you look <laughs> away from your camera? <laughs> See, I approve that. I think that's the way to travel. So I don't right? awesome. know what your friend was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I got more pictures of more doors than I think I've ever shot anywhere. <laughs> The doors in England, they are they're awesome. <laughs> oh my god, they're awesome. Everything they have yeah, the littlest door, yeah, they're and they about the- half the size. It's awesome. England is a fascinating place. It's it's wonderful. I wish I appreciated it. I lived there until I was about 16. And the more years I spend away from it, the more I realize, goodness, I wish I not only appreciated it more, but goodness, took advantage of the fact that it is so well connected to all of Europe. I did nothing for a long time. So Right. And and then you were silly enough to come to Canada. What was what's that oh, no, all about? Definitely not, definitely not silly enough. I, I would say I, I had zero I had zero impact on that decision because I was a 16-year-old. Well, yeah. At that um, point, oh, yes. But this yeah. time <laughs> my family emigrated over when I was about 16. And I I I've really been in love with Canada ever since. As a as a child, all of the things that fascinated me most, all the things that I was interested in the most typically all came from North America. So the fact that I get to live amongst that is is great, especially in the world of filmmaking. It's been it's been a wonderful move. Very cool. Like what? Oh, just it's strange things from root beers in North America. These are the yes. sorts of things that Brits talk root about. Beer. Well, at least when when I was the age that I was. <laughs> root beer comes from America. Your favorite <laughs> films were most likely shot in either Canada or the United States. Okay. And so all of the things that truly resonated with me they all seem to just coincidentally come from this place called North America. And so I'm thrilled that I get to spend as much time here as I do. Nice. I love it. I wonder if somebody actually invented root beer and if they get as much money off of it as Coke does. <laughs> oh, <laughs> of course, I got to take it back to business. It's like, wow, no, no, root I'm, beer's I'm got that much of a reputation. How do we bottle that? <laughs> so I'm glad that you're here to <laughs> enter us. 
right? Well, and when you said that the filmmaking, it keeps you fascinating, especially after all this time and doing it, but that probably is why you're so good at it because the fascination ha is still there. Like I, I think that's really the only way to have longevity in a creative medium like filmmaking. I also think cultivating a curiosity or a fascination, regardless of what industry you're in, I do think it might be one of the best long-term strategies imaginable because because tech is continuously changing and the the different pursuits that you can take that they're almost innumerable but if you can cultivate that the principle of i'm going to remain fascinated or continue to try to be fascinated by people options pursuits everything changes things nice. things get things get real fun if you can cultivate a fascination in things Nice. So speaking of fun, what would, what would you say just off the top of your head, it was the most fun project you've ever got to work on? Oh my goodness. It's, it's, it is the most recent. It's, we're about seven episodes into an eight part documentary series that we're producing. Um, it's not released yet. It's not even sold yet. We're, we're that's, we're that in the thick of it right now, but we've been going over the last three years to different marathons around the world and not only sitting down with three to four highly inspirational runners, uh, but we actually document their journey in running that marathon. So we've, we've done episodes in Costa Rica, Berlin. Uh, in two weeks, we get to go film one in Tokyo, which is crazy. And it's by, I, <laughs> it sounds like a very convenient plug, seeing as that's what I'm working on right now. But that truly is, it's the, it's the most fun I've had creatively, and it's been by far the most impactful and inspiring. I wish we had a, a name. We're still in the process of naming it. So I wish I had something to direct people to. Uh, there's a good chance that when this comes out, we're still in production, but. Well, at least, you know, you haven't leaked any confidential information. I bet. I think that's about as vague as I can make it. It's, but it has been, <laughs> it's been such a fun, rewarding experience. I've, I've loved every minute of it. Nice. That sounds fascinating and like so much fun so let's back up the bus but how did you get into videography as a thing I somewhat accidentally I, I mean I mentioned before I tripped I, over a camera yeah. <laughs> hey that looks neat tell me about this then what a fascinating <laughs> thing I I was obsessed with I was obsessed with all things filmmaking all things storytelling typically as a consumer I just that's all I wanted to talk to. That's all I wanted to talk about as a child was, was filmmaking, film watching. And I think for whatever reason, it might be the fact, to be honest, I'm really not sure. I, I didn't think that it was a plausible career option for me for the vast majority of my life. The only accessibility that I'd heard of was being, you know, the one in the million Hollywood director over in, you know, over in California. That was kind of the only entry point that I saw to it. It wasn't until I was in my early 20s where, and I was just filming constantly for fun with no it wasn't until I was in my early 20s. You're hilarious. What you, what you <laughs> wasn't until I was in my early 20s that I caught on to things like, dude, I'm in my <laughs> early 50s and I haven't caught on to shit. <laughs> but I didn't realize it was even... I didn't realize how accessible it was, right. even at the time. I I mean, we were making things constantly with zero ambition for it. Just just we wanted to make things. So it was my friends and I making YouTube videos in whatever basement we had access to. And it wasn't until I uh, I met a man who was essentially running an advertising agency here in Calgary. And 
coming back to the fascination, as soon as I realized that's what he did for a living, that he made videos for businesses for money. <laughs> like I, my brain could barely compute it. And so he was kind enough to give me uh, what was supposed to be about 20 minutes of his time just to, for me to ask him as many questions as humanly possible. Um, that was, I would later find out, flattering enough that we spent probably like four hours one afternoon just in his office. Just so I had so many questions for him and I was so genuinely curious in anything he had to say. And then he hired me the next day. And that was my first entry point into professional filmmaking. Wow, that's awesome. Wonderful. That is so cool. And I can only imagine what it would have been like to, I wish I had the audacity to do that when I was a kid, because I was fascinated with business, fascinated with money. There's no way in hell I would have asked somebody to go, hey, can I just ask you a couple of questions about your multi-million dollar business? The, the, thing, the thing that I, I'm so quick to tell people, and I'm grateful that someone was quick to tell me somewhat earlier on is sometimes there's nothing more than that. There's nothing that that multimillionaire would want to do more at all <laughs> that day than like, oh, the thing that I've spent my entire life working on and slaving, you want me to just talk about it? They'll give you all the time in the world. That might be one of the best lessons I learned and were always given to me earlier on. Just people love talking about things they've worked on and they'll tell you just anything about it. Nice. As long as you don't have a camera on their face, I'm assuming. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Even then, honestly, to be honest, and now more so. Sometimes, <laughs> like, well, I mean, I'll give you my time, but like, can I give it to a worldwide audience as well? So both, I'd say. Nice. That's awesome. So have you found that kind of drawing stories out of people and business owners and doing their business video um, is just as fascinating and you're getting to like the awesome stories or yes, how does it go? Yes, I, I occasionally you'll come across quotes on the internet or Pinterest, especially ones that are, are talking about uh, cultivating good conversations. And I, I see it worded in a strange way very often, which is um, pretend or imagine like the person you're talking to is has the most fascinating story in the world. No, you're if like, you ask the right question, <laughs> they do. They genuinely <laughs> do. And so I've, I've found that if you can go into it if, if you can prep beforehand, if you can go in there assuming very boldly and with a high expectation, I'm going to hear something that is mesmerizing and something that I've never heard before. If you go into a conversation like that, it, it will happen. It always does. I think the, the biggest hurdles to what you and I are talking about is just assuming that you've heard it all already. As soon as people do that, uh, they close themselves off to stories and experiences that could be absolute game changers. They've just assumed that they've already heard it before. Nice. Well, I had this odd little fantasy that I think you'll appreciate. Don't worry, it's PG. Um, so it's, uh, <laughs> You're the I, editor. You can do whatever I, you want. <laughs> I saw there was a, a, a contest uh, for people who said, and it was, we want really boring people uh, to videotape about their lives. And um, and we want to use it for our commercials. So these people know that they think that they're boring going into this and that right. there's nothing of interest. The stories they got out of these people were insanely fantastic, like from poverty to riches, from like kids, five kids, all having mental health issues and navigating through those and how they've built their businesses around it and like <laughs> fascinating stuff. I'm like, 
how could you possibly think you're boring? <laughs> you know, boring is doing the same shit every day and going, yeah, okay, I, I got somewhere sure, further today absolutely. than I did yesterday. That is not boring. And I'm like, oh my God, I would love to just go around and interview people all day, just find out the fascinatingness that they think is boring and just like draw it out of them. I think it'd be awesome. I really appreciate you sharing that with me. That's, yeah, please send any of those materials or if you have access to where that is. I, that's, right? That's wonderful. I love that. It's, I do think it's also, uh, it's an incredibly gratifying part of the process where occasionally you will sit down with, as a, as a filmmaker or a business owner, you'll sit down with someone who you can tell that they are fascinating and for whatever reason, and it's it, it's sad in some capacity, right. for whatever reason, they either don't believe it or they don't think they either have something to offer or have some wonderful piece of advice or story to tell. I'm 100% convinced that everyone does. It's an immensely gratifying part of the process where you can not only experience that for yourself, but flip that back and show the person, no, 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 you have something tremendous here you have a story that people are clearly going to resonate with there have been some wonderful shoots testimonials where i can tell we're both <laughs> realizing just how wonderful and fascinating this person is and yeah there are a few things more gratifying than that right and especially when you get it on film it's like was that recording oh. yes i was recording yes <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to <laughs> find the settings as you're clearing tears from your eyes that's that has happened it's, right. people are people are I'm, I'm trying not to use fascinating because i've used that word about 20, 20 times, times over yeah, yeah i've counted uh, no. <laughs> people, are, people are wonderful and <laughs> yeah I, I i think that's what the world needs more of is just believing that every single person has something unique to bring to the, bring to the table or something that you need to hear right well and and it would fascinate fascinate me we're gonna keep doing this people it works. we're stuck it works. okay <laughs> at least it's on huh <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna change you know news the six o'clock news instead of having six o'clock news it's going to be a documentary about you know a couple of families five families get really into their stories and you know wow the universe is an awesome place to be we like this completely completely right? if you if you can cultivate edu sorry if you can cultivate curiosity in let me try to get is this being i can't tell if this is live or if, if it's some of it's being edited so. i'm not editing anything <laughs> Okay, cool. That's Hell fine. Right no. <laughs> now we'll show people the raw, the, the raw, raw film. Video. Yeah, you, this is, <laughs> this will be a credit to me. If people watch anything and I seem well-spoken, it just proves that I'm a good editor, not a great speaker. So <laughs> if I win either way, um, what I was, what I wanted to mention is if you can cultivate a curiosity, I, I am fully, I'll die on the hill that that is the doorway to anywhere you could potentially want to go anywhere in business, in life, in relationships, if you can do curiosity and do it genuinely, that there is nothing you can't find out and nowhere you can't get to with curiosity. Nice, I love that. Okay, That's mic drop, you can finish right now. <laughs> That's awesome. Nice. So give me an example of a story of kind of the clients that you work with, maybe a Cinderella story of somebody that kind of camera shy to now they're doing videos all the time or just being able to take draw that story out and um some of the successes they might have had with it hmm. i want to make sure i hit the right one here mm -hmm. there have well, been plenty of there have been plenty there's one in particular that i i don't that their, their story was so they were so 
candidly honest and generous with their their life that they they went through so i i won't give a lot of specific descriptions but it was this documentary that i mentioned about going to different parts of the world different marathon races and hearing the stories of people that are going beyond what were you know initially difficult limitations the my answer to that question is there have been plenty of people that have uh you know you ask them the standard questions and they they'll, they'll you you ask the routine questions and you get the routine answers and and that might be exactly what you needed for that video and that you know we're, we're hitting the script and we're ticking all the boxes and there's an amazing breakthrough when the questions become more genuine and you go a little bit deeper and you almost take a pause sometimes you have to cut the camera for a second and just speak human to human without the the big flashing red light and i think when people are, are vulnerable enough to share their story and they actually let you in i think the way you get there is through genuine curiosity when people let you in and they can see that you're resonating with it uh, there's this wonderful momentum that's generated and i think people people see that you're resonating and they i think they realize like oh is is my story actually like <laughs> impactful and meaningful and again you're fighting tears at this point you're like yes it's incredibly impactful no it's boring boring as hell <laughs> nobody's gonna find this interesting <laughs> but that it, it is this wonderful Aww. snowball effect between two people where uh, and again you don't get there without a fascination in people without uh, a sincere desire to go a little bit deeper than just the standard routine surface level questions if i think if you can do that in a filmmaking shoot with someone that you're doing a testimonial with, I, I've, I've definitely seen the case. I know that you could also do that as a business owner with an employee when you can show that they have something to offer and you, it, but it requires you going a little bit deeper than this, the superficial level. And that takes work and time and effort. But if you can do that, people not only see your value, uh, but they'll also share that value with you and your business and your video. I love it. Well, and I, I think there's a lot there, especially in the candid conversations, especially as business owners. So one, to get to know your staff better and have that loyalty from them <laughs> when you can do things that are more candid with them and have real conversations. I think it really does go a long way. I remember, you know, back in the 80s, the motto was your, your employees aren't your friends and you have to keep it that way. And I'm so right. glad that that has been kiboshed because it sucked. It was a terrible way to work and a terrible way to live. And I, I don't think it creates loyalty that you can with candid conversations. And I think with video and business, you allow that candidness to come through to your clients and your clients see you as real people. And they're like, oh my God, that was fascinating. And it creates something beyond just oh, yeah, I get to go and get a Coke. It's like, wow, I actually know that person who runs this company. Yeah. And, this is all, and I think that's why people tattoo business locals on their body, <laughs> which has nothing to do with, you know, the thing, right? And it it never seems to boggle my mind that people will go to the point of, of tattooing another company's logo on their body. And right. I think it's because they get involved in that, in them in a different way. Completely. And if, and I think if, if someone is listening to this and they think, okay, that just sounds far-fetched. How does someone, the way you get there, once again, is by curiosity. I think if, if you're struggling to experience or enhance some of these things in your business, in your life, in your relationships, get curious and get curious as soon as possible. 
I love it. Well, and I think if you lack the curiosity in yourself and you're going, yeah, I don't have a story. Well, that's why you have to get a hold of Joseph and Joseph will bring it out of you. You'll be watching this video going, who is that? It looks like me. They talk like me. No idea what that person is. Goodness. It's all in the editing. <laughs> it's, it truly is. It, it truly is. Yes, we, I, I've been shooting in a, in a very unscripted manner for about five years and it, it does require does require way more editing because what should be a 10 minute conversation is usually an hour but it allows you that time to to really get to the heart of it and to ask deeper questions and and yes it does require more time very <laughs> very literally in a business sense more time money and, and effort but the, the result that you get in the relationship that you get out of it is it's a beautiful thing Nice. I love it. I used to know a photographer who said the reason my meetings are an hour long, even though everybody picks the last three pictures I did, uh, is because it takes them that long to just chill out and relax in front of the camera. <laughs> like, okay, we're going to waste this first half hour because I'm just going to sit here and drink and you're going to do whatever you do. And okay, now we're taking pictures. <laughs> you, you and I talked about this before in the preamble, the amount of times I'm sure you've seen it as a podcaster. I've definitely experienced it as a filmmaker. You're, you're in this zone where it's two people chatting. And then as soon as, even if the camera's not off or the mic is not off, if they think that it is, they just start talking in a very different way. And sometimes like, could we, let's just use these last 60 seconds of conversation <laughs> as opposed to the hour worth of script and rewrites and all of that. I know our listeners are going to want more from you. What is your website? How do they actually get involved with you? That's, that's the beauty of filmmaking is that it really, regardless of what it is that you need, it really comes down to, do you have a story to tell? And if so, goodness, I'd love to help you tell it. So the links will be down below. There's a variety of different ways to get a hold of me, but there's also a different variety of different things that we could do together. Everything from filming weddings in some wonderfully fun places around the world to my, my personal favorite, which is, can we take all of the many incredible, different, diverse things that you do as a business owner. And how do we tell that story in 60 seconds or less? Uh, I've built my entire career on that principle and process, and it's a blast doing it. So whether whether you are a business owner, whether you're getting married, whether you just happen to have a, whether you just happen to be a real big fan of bringing cameras into your life, there's a variety of different things that we can do. And yeah, let's make movie magic together. Nice. I love that. So curious, does that mean that you also do, like if somebody's got a ton of editing that they want done, will you go through and edit it or is oh, that so somebody have, else or do you know somebody that would? Well, I have a team of editors. So I, I've got a small team that handles every part of the filmmaking process. My personal favorite and where I bring the most value to the table is storytelling. It's taking a variety of different topics and streamlining that into something that your prospective clients will not just understand, but get ridiculously excited about. Nice, I love that. And if somebody already has a team and they're doing things, but they've you know got ghosted by a project manager or something, will you come in and work with them on that at that level? Well, I, I've been I've been brought in, and it's my all of my credentials, which are somewhat relatively new. I finished my schooling in project management and got my certifications. The world of project management is fascinating. So there are a lot of creative media projects that I get involved in where I don't touch a camera at all. And it's, again, it's using all those same same principles of storytelling, but we're going to do it by way of curiosity and we'll do it right. Nice. I love it. And you just brought up an, 
another question in my head. Have you ever done an an, an entire video just based on B-roll? Just on, how do you mean on someone else's B-roll or? Well, like on, or are the ones that you've had. So when I talk to business owners, a lot of them think I have to be the one in front of the camera. I have to be the one telling the story, which is great sometimes. And have you ever done one where it's just like, there is no one in the, like there's no talking head and then and it's just about stuff yeah absolutely this is the those sorts of i i do that like of course i do i do it all the time (laughs) no i i I do but it's also like we'll we'll figure it out that's the to me that's the fun component of it whatever the physical parameters are the most beautiful thing you can bring into creativity because it forces you to be creative within them and so if someone tells me hey listen i really want to tell my story but i don't want to be in it Okay, brilliant. Let's figure out the best way to do that. And I promise you, through filmmaking and fancy editing, there's a really clever way of doing that. And together through questions and figuring out what's comfortable to you, which parts of the stories you want to showcase. Yeah, bring it. Let's do those. those, Anything that's a creative challenge, that's why creatives are in this business. It's to solve creative challenges. Bring it on. I love it. So go check out Joseph's links in the show notes, peeps. And... uh... If it involves a video, you probably want to get a hold of them. <laughs> so that's oh, what I got out of that. <laughs> so I get to ask you now, at what point in life did you know that you're especially kind of crazy enough to think that you could become an entrepreneur? <laughs> I think it was aged, I think it was age 22. I was I was working for a, a different ad agency at the time that, that had a videography department, but it wasn't really what they specialized in. And it got to the point, I knew that at some point uh, I wanted to be a full-time filmmaker. That was a dream I'd had since five. I didn't think it was a reality until I was 22. And based on the principles that we talked about, curiosity and cultivating just strong, genuine relationships, uh, twice the income that I was making at this agency was coming in just like on the evenings or on Saturday mornings. And that's when it became a reality that this uh, not only is a creative pursuit that I've always dreamt of doing, but it actually seems like the more financially responsible move at this time. <laughs> so when when that became, when the numbers added up and I could see that there was clearly a living to be made and a wonderful life to be had through this industry and this pursuit, that's, I quit my job and became a full-time filmmaker. Nice. I love it. Well, congratulations. And thank goodness you did. <laughs> But I'm very, very grateful. And congratulations to you as well, especially on 200 episodes. Can I ask you as as someone that, I mean, goodness, I feel like we're both very curious people. Do you have any advice on how to cultivate curiosity, Michelle? Ooh, yes. My my trick to cultivating curiosity is to pretend that I've never been there before. So one of the things that I do in particular with the podcast is I don't meet my guests ahead of time, even if I know them. Uh, we don't talk about the show. And then I pretend like I don't know them when I'm interviewing them so that I can see them for the first time and kind of ask questions from that perspective. Because I think people, when they see something for the first time, ask way better questions than somebody that thinks they know everything about it. Uh, right. Even like but when it comes really to cool. physics, like you can right. ask an astrophysicist, like the most educated question ever or you can just like go wow you get to work with the stars like how cool (laughs) you're just like okay now now we're getting some good questions here oh yes i i I think i approach all of my life like a five-year-old it's (laughs) 
Oh, what a way to sometimes as a 14 year old. <laughs> what a way to do life. That's that's right. one of them. congratulations again to you. That's it's an incredible thing that you've built. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Joseph, you've been absolutely awesome. Any last words for our peeps? Such a pleasure to be here. That's really and get curious. Nice. Love it. Also, you are tremendous at this, by the way. Oh, I really, thank you. It's yeah, just say more. To... I will record it and I will use it as a testimonial. <laughs> oh, uh, sure, sure, sure. Uh, my name is Joseph Sim. I just had the the privilege, no, 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 the honor of sharing the 200th episode with Michelle. And uh, how do how do I want what what a absolute thrill, pleasure, with such a wonderful and wonderfully kind person. Uh, as someone that has spent my entire career on the other side of a camera and a microphone, she has this God-given talent of just putting people completely at ease. And uh, sh she'll make you feel like an expert in your field. She she really will. And she'll treat you, sir. She's, she's wonderful. I would highly recommend it. For whatever it is you need, I bet you she can do it. Oh, you're sweet. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. And I know how valuable it is. Such a pleasure. Thank you, Michelle. Awesome. Peeps, this is Michelle Nedelec. Thank you for being here with us today. Be sure to subscribe to the show and share it with your friends. We love helping entrepreneurs grow. Thank you for listening to our show. I'm all about being a resource center for entrepreneurs to give them the information and the support that they need to make it in business. As such, the notes for this show can be found at our website at awarenessstrategies.com slash blog. Be sure to subscribe, give us a rating, I like five stars personally, and share with your friends.